0: Hello, I'm Carrick Macdonald, and this is Halfway to Butter, the two-towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. I felt I was fighting for Scotland, and my true happiness lies in the fact that I did not let Scotland down. My countrymen were looking to me to triumph, and once the referee raised my hand in token of victory, I've often thought, what would I have done had I failed? Those were the words of the boxer Benny Lynch, after winning the World Flyweight title in September 1935. This is the second of a two-part programme about the Benny Lynch Heritage Trail, in which I talked to poet, artist and photographer Christina Malawi-Quarell and Glasgow historian and author Peter Mortimer, who, in 2018, were instrumental in setting up the Heritage Trail, which traces the life of the legendary Glasgow boxer.
1: I think one of the things we did try to do was when we decided we'd do something, we thought, well, what can we do? And we thought, well, how about a heritage trail round the Gorbals to tell the Benny story in the Gorbals? And OK, Benny, Benny boxed elsewhere, as we know, um, but we, we thought you can still tell his story with a good we walk round the Gorbals at certain spots and certain locations and you can tie them back to Benny's life.
0: In this second programme, Christina and Peter tell us more about Benny's boxing career, his connection to Rutherland and about his marriage. They also talk about the Benny Lynch statue, which, while completed, has still to find a permanent home. And expanding on that, explore the reasons why Benny's achievements have never been fully recognised in the city of his birth.
2: So in terms of the trail, I I, I was going to talk a wee bit about when Benny was training at Cathkin Mm -hmm. and the police here and how they work the traffic, but you could tell a wee bit about that.
1: Yeah, Sammy Wilson had a gym over in Clyde Place, uh, just uh, almost on the River Clyde, just uh, off Bridge Street. And he called it the Polytechnic. Now this was a name he'd heard down in London and he thought, oh that sounds the business, so when I open mine I'll call it the Polytechnic. So that's where Benny trained. He trained with Sammy at the Polytechnic. And often after they had done some work in the ring they would go on a road run and they would run from Clyde Place all the way up to Cathkin Brace and as they did so they became well known characters doing this it became a relatively familiar sight Benny uh, and Sammy running uh, from the Gorbals up to Caskin Braes doing the road, a bit like Rocky in the movie, uh, but it was happening along Rutherland Road, uh, and and the, the the stories go that the, the cops would stop the traffic to let uh, the traffic police would they would stop the traffic and let Benny and Sammy run through and go all the way up to to Caskin Braes. But of course, Caskin Braes was a place that Benny would would have come to know even more so when he moved to he, he bought a house in Rutherland, at Burnside in Gloucester Avenue, and he bought that. Uh, After he had won the title Against uh, Jackie Patterson In in Manchester And when they fought down there They fought at a venue called Bellevue Which was relatively well known in Manchester And when Benny bought his house He called it Bellevue As a wee acknowledgement of his, his Winning the world title uh, I get off Jackie Brown, uh, but it's not called Bellevue anymore. It's a pretty. It'd be nice yeah. if it still was. You know, keep keep a wee link to the past. Just a wee bit like the blue plaques that they put out. You know. Well, that's what I
2: was going to say. Um, just recently, uh, this year two two two, we offered the Bannellin Heritage Trail, and rather than library, mm-hmm. through People's Past, People's yeah. Future group, yeah. and we had to sort of stop numbers. We were only allowed about fifteen. We ended yeah, up over twenty but we're going to go on and do more of that and probably an audience of about 50 but what was wonderful was some of the stories we got from some of the folk that came and one of them was the man who lives in Benny's house of that time at the moment and he would be very welcoming of a blue plaque if that could happen so we're still exploring that and that would be added into an extended version of the Benny Lone Heritage Trail which is set in the gorbals but uh, you know, we we, you can, we can extend it to Rutherglen, yeah. uh, Cathkin, all of that, because if people pick up the the booklet, they can then go and do their own trail. And we we uh, just to say, we self-funded this, Peter. And we I. did, yeah. yeah. We didn't fundraise; we self-funded it, and uh, we put it into global's library. Mm. Uh, but it would be great to have. Another run that went into all the libraries, and uh, that people can pick yeah. them up.
1: Because what what we did with this was we we self funded it, and we sold it for a modest two pounds or something, pound. I mean, it was it was giving it away for nothing almost. But <clears throat> that was to raise some funds for the Benny statue. So Campain. everything that we we, yeah. we made, yeah, we into the account in. for, for um, the Benny.
2: Yeah, and I think I think Campain. some of the the um, you know the the parts in the uh, the trail that. You know, for example, when we were looking at the Benny's uh, kind of family tree, uh, my niece Jennifer helped with that a wee bit. Um, it was great to see when he signed uh, when they were getting married, him and Annie, because he's only 22, but he signs the professional boxer, and we thought that's probably like. How many people in the world at that time would be able to put that down as <coughs> your employment? A, a your you know, yeah. so that was something that we put right in at the beginning of the um, the heritage trail because we kind of imagined uh, Benny and Annie and that sort of. And tell a wee bit about Gretna Green and all of that.
1: Yeah, uh, Benny. Benny. Um, Benny's wife was called Annie McGuckian, and Annie came from Kenning Park, uh, just beyond Paisley Road Toll. And her and Benny um, ran away to Gretna Green to get married. So they went down there and got married. But when they came back, uh, being quite devout Roman Catholics, they were told, no, you'll need to have a service in uh, a proper chapel and do do everything just the right way. So the, the, it was set that the, the, the wedding would take place in St Margaret's Chapel at Stanley Street in Kinning Park uh, at uh, something like 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, but uh, Benny and Annie got there early and got married uh, by the priest and whatnot. Uh, so by the time all the guests had arrived, the ceremony was over. But they got some nice photographs, which they didn't get at Gretna Green. It was Gretna Green was just sure. two people alone and uh, going away and getting married. Mm. So uh, they, they put it right in the end.
2: I, I think also what that reflects, um, which is a wee bit more in connection with my own parents, who got married nineteen. For to, but against all odds, because my mother was Irish Catholic, my father was Protestant, and it was not supposed to happen. So, as you're an older person, you look back and think that's quite romantic yeah. and so on. Um, kind of paid a big price for it as well. But anyway, Benny and Annie must have, you know, th- there is a romance to that, and there is a, a, a determination. Uh, and a drive to be together, and yeah. uh, at, at that at that age and at that time, um, it's not Victorian, but many parents were quite Victorian. If you went against the family, that was something you know you just kind of didn't do at those young ages. And of so, course, you
1: found out about Annie in the later years when yep. Annie was yep. they had separated. And yep. Whatnot, uh-huh. and she was still held a flame for him. She still kind of looked after him in a way. Yeah. So there was a a great love there, no no question of that.
2: I think uh, one of the things, and we can check that out with Sharon, but um, Annie was a very, very feisty woman, and um, she uh, retained, as far as I understand, a lawyer through the years, because sometimes scripts and different pieces of writing would be sent to Annie for approval or, you know, maybe for some of the writers a bit of cudis, I don't know, as if you were being mannerly and keeping to a kind of value base. But quite often uh, Annie would say no, and if she had to, would instruct the lawyer. Um, so, you know, there, it, it's, it's very difficult. It's I mean, just recently... Um, quite a, a, a well-known celebrity in our time somebody has went and said can I write your biography they said no but they just went ahead and wrote it as if they'd been given permission so all of that still happens and there, and there's not a, an awful lot you can do um, uh, but I mean I, I would feel awful if somebody came and wanted to write about a member of my parents or something and, and you had no say over in it what. Mm-hmm. So th- th- I think that was a a, a a very difficult thing all those all those years, and there was um, I think the Burroughs book was probably one of the better ones. But before that, there was uh, plays and different thing. There's just been a play a couple of years ago, which I I really don't think mm. did at all justice to him. The end of Benny's life was one part, but it wasn't a whole life, and. Uh, In Scotland, I think our culture often, uh, you know, uh, shaming people is like an agent of control. It's like, this is how we, you know, tell you (coughs) prejudice. So we feel we're trying to put the record straight away, but while people are still alive, like, although we've not got the statue yet, um, Bobby has enjoyed. Seen, you know, a lot of what what we've mm-hmm. brought, He's come over. He's got the t-shirts, and not just from us. From there's been a whole community here doing this. But and some I, of the
1: things that we did find out about Benny was Benny the the, the man, you know, and uh, had a devilish sense of humour. He really did. There was a a restaurant in Florence Street, uh, it was James Street. Benny, it was born in, and uh, it was called Nazis and it was one of these, it was basically a room and kitchen on the ground floor of a tenement. And it was a place where you went and you got things like lentil soup and mince and tatties and s- stew and totties and uh, all that stuff. But one of their specialities was, is they made dumpling, which they would serve with big jugs of custard. But they had a huge dumpling that was about the size of a, a medicine bowl, which <laughs> sat in the window as a prop effectively, you know, people would walk by and here's this big huge dumpling in the window, this was to entice them into Knott's eating house but when Benny went in, and it was a favourite spot of Benny, Benny used to like and go in and have something to eat there, and Benny would go in and when he went in he would shadow box with the dumpling in the window, you know as though it was an opponent or a, or a, a punch bag, and, and he had this uh, sense of humour, and the other thing that we, we, we did discover with Benny uh, is he was a, he trained very hard and he punched very hard he punched two weights above his his, his flyweight uh, status and one of the things that, that Benny used to do to make his fists really hard is he would go to a fishmonger's and the gorbals and get buckets of brine and he would soak his hands in the brine and this made his, his hands very very tough so when he was landing punches uh, you would like to be on the receiving yeah. end yeah. of them uh, and he, he, he was he was very dedicated about his craft, and one of the men that drove him to to continue that, of course, was Sammy. Um, Sammy was just a great a great influence on, on Benny.
2: What what about the, uh, the the other when you mentioned deadly folklore, you know there there's the Matt McGinn song about mm. Sammy. Uh, no Sammy, sorry Benny. There's uh, Gallus, another group that's I mean, there's another group. There's my own song. There's there's a lot being written about po- uh, Benny in terms of poetry, song, plays, all of that. Um, the songs I feel are much more reflective of our kind of values as well. Yeah. Um, and there needs to be more to be written. You know, there's there's a there's a film there actually. <laughs> and at one point, Robert Carlyle, who actually came and supported the uh, Benny. Lynch right? your campaign, yeah. and there's photographs of him in the Clutha yeah. with Brian and Lenny and. Linny and, and Matt
1: McManus played them in a, yeah, a, a, yeah. a piece for television.
0: I'm Carrick MacDonald, and you're listening to Halfway to Butter, the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, I'm talking to Christina Malavi Quarell and Peter Mortimer about the Benny Lynch Heritage Trail.
1: And also, partly years ago, Norman Wisdom. Wanted to play him, mm-hmm. and Norman Wisdom's management says no, Norman. You can't do that. You're seen as a as a funny yeah. fool, a jester. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't go down the road of playing mm-hmm. that kind of part. Mm-hmm. So that that never materialised. But Norman Wisdom, by all accounts, was mm-hmm. pretty keen to, to portray. Because he himself on was quite a good boxer yeah. too. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: But the um, so so to me the the kind of whole the film thing will happen. I don't know when, but it's there somewhere. What uh, Peter and I are trying to do at the moment is also get the heritage trail videoed um, so that we can do that armchair uh, yeah. work to, to put out on YouTube. The, uh, there's some figures for the amount of uh, people that are in America, Canada, across the world who have glorious connections, um, similar to Lake Rutherland, there's so many people across the world. And it's how you get that out now through YouTube and, uh, you know, bring that story to people. And when we do bring the story to people, we get stories back. For example, at the last one in Rutherglen there, uh, Andy not only remembered being in Nazi's restaurant, he remembered the dumpling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you're getting nearly Mm. first-person, you know, memories. One of the groups that I'm in um, in Rutherglen... Uh, One of the elderly women, maybe in her 80s, uh, when I took the t-shirts and everything, and a number of the women bought the t-shirts for their sons and daughters, Um, she remembered that she was only six years old, waiting in the bus in Burnside with her gran, and uh, as the bus stopped, there was a kind of we take a breath, and the grand said, you know, there's somebody coming on the bus. It's very, very special, and I want you to shake hands with them." And uh, she said I didn't know, said, but I remember a camel kind of coat. She said, I "Didn't the person go on?" And the grand said, "This is my daughter." and Man shook hands with me and I got off the bus. But it was only years later that when it was recounted here again, they realised yeah. it was Benny Lynch. Yeah. So those little yeah. stories are, are all around. Yeah. And um, I'm, I think in Rutherglen and Cambus Lang in this era, particularly as I say, with, with Cathkin, and as you were talking about the training, s- s- sometimes it was through Rutherglen that they would stop the traffic. Yeah. Um, also, people from Rutherglen and Cambus Lang around Shawfield. That was a place they went to. So although Shawfield's Glasgow, a lot of people feel not a connection with it. We've got photographs um, uh, from Shawfield where it's one of the original uh, turnstiles um, that are still there. Although that's all going to be redeveloped into housing and so on. So I think there's a lot more photographs and memorabilia that we, that we would love to mm. see or... Get copies of if, if, if we could, you know, so that that might.
1: And just on the topic of Benny coming on with the camel coat, any photographs you see of Benny Lynch, he was a very snappy dresser. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was high on his collateral as a man that he had to dress well, and he did it. He did it extremely well, but he was also. Um, Apparently, by all a good football player, a great swimmer. He was just, and uh, that era. I think he was a pair of lungs on legs you and know, he dancer, a, and dancer. He, for, he gets,
2: a, as you would imagine, being being a boxer. Yeah. Well, and you know you're you know, athletically, yeah. it was. And he had the uh, footwork. Uh, the foot. You <laughs> know, so you can imagine, uh, and and Glasgow in Scotland at that time. In the 30s and 40s, dancing was the thing. My mother and father talked a lot about that, particularly from the Gorbals. Yeah. I think the Gorbals had more dance places than any well,
1: other. Up, to, up in the city centre, there was lots of dance halls. With the Gorbals, there yeah, were a yeah, fair few. Yeah, Ooh.
2: so that that was a big thing. So when you when you take in everything, um, you know, uh, it, it is a great story. Ooh. One of the uh, kinda of statement she hear a lot and it's not one I like, not just about Benny but other one. They'll say, oh, you know, people go very tragic, they were all oh, rags to riches and tragic story. But actually that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Once you go into the the fullness of his life, um yes there was sorrow, mm-hmm. but there was great joy as yeah. well yeah. and great determination and tenacity. And I think what Peter and I began to learn Looking at Benny's family tree was her own parents, because we they were uh, grown up in that community at that time, and uh, certainly we felt less judgmental mm-hmm. when we the more we were empathising with Benny, the more you said, well, what were her parents doing at that time? So her her personal growth kind of got involved in. Yeah looking at our own families, looking at our lives. And maybe that happens as you get older anyway, I'm not sure. But um, I was certainly a very angry daughter for many years of my life to do with uh, parents and decision-making and all the rest of it. And you're there, why did they do this? And I wouldn't have done that. And this happened. But we really began to... Benny tells a sort of parable. It's very universal. And when you offer it to audiences, I think you can see that in people. They're identifying. um, And quite a number of times when I've uh, gave a talk on Benny, men will come up at the end of it and there's a kind of redemption there or something for them because maybe their lives haven't been too terrific, but there's a sense of don't judge me just by one part, there's hmm. a yeah. bigger thing here, you know.
0: So in terms of the Heritage Trail itself, I mean, it's up and running now, it's a It's, it's been on... Uh, yep. Yeah. We've
1: had it out uh, for uh, a few years, it was
0: okay.
2: 2018. Okay. Been in St. Francis, which was a great night, because we felt we were yeah. in the building that he would also have been in, yeah, have on the streets that we It's in.
1: Um, it's it's like many Heritage Trails that, that you can pick up, mm. it's one that you, you, you can lay your hands on, there's a central map mm. Numbered locations, and you just make your way around them. And each location has a write-up
0: on an aspect of Benny's life. And you mentioned the statue a wee while ago. There, yeah. they're not quite there with that yet. Is that down to funding, or no?
1: Or the not? statue has actually been completed. Right. The actual statue of Be- Benny, and it's in. Uh, it was done by a sculptor who did the Bobby Lennox statue down in Solcoats and the guy has a has a workshop in uh, Girvan. The stage it's at now is the raising funds to finish off the plinth. There has to be a plinth to mount the the statue, and quite surprisingly, it's where it's going to go. Now that's that's an interesting story in itself because the Lynch family, uh, their preference would have been on the concourse at Central Station where Benny arrived back as world champion. Amazingly, Network Rail don't want it. Which uh, I wonder when that is? I wish I knew. Mm. I really wish I knew, I don't know but I, they, they don't want the, the statue there and Glasgow City Council I don't think i have been offering up any alternative venues so at the minute um, that the, the actual location of where it will be is, is still undecided. My personal preference would be it's got to be somewhere in the Gorbals uh, and I think that would also help get Footfall back into the Gorbals and maybe dispel some of the rumours about the, the kind of place it is.
2: <laughs> I think the other part of that is, I mean, we don't know, we Network no. real, but what we do know in the past, there has been a prejudice, yeah. so what you, you can't say, uh, you've got to uh, position that with a fictitious rocky statue and I think no. it's Philadelphia, no. has thousands of people every year mm. so you know um, I know that boxing isn't you know uh, a sport that everyone supports but it's a story behind it yeah. mm. and um, there's statues to, for example very famous greyhounds in public places yeah. um, because of that love of then of, yeah. of that kind of race and it's, again it's not yeah. it's not I well, think, certainly, uh, yeah.
1: recently we had the the statue unveiled for Ken Buchanan through in Edinburgh
2: I mean I think that, that they've only just in the last couple of years got the uh, sculpture in St Mary's and Abercrombie Street to the famine. famine now that that was 10 years of all sorts of um, difficulties so I mean I, I do think there is still prejudice mm. about Benny and I think mm. that influences people mm-hmm. um, but it won't go away the statue will go somewhere yeah. and, uh, you know, the commitment has been uh, total by so many people, particularly like Margaret and, G- and Jim Watt. Yeah, It's a, like here in Rutherford we've got Dr Gorman. Start you know, if you look at the bottom it always says by public subscription. Mm-hmm. A time when people had very, very little money, were in great poverty, mm-hmm. so... It happens, and it's you know it will happen for Benny, but you you do need some of the red tape to be mm. uh, addressed. It, it's it's very difficult, and it's very disappointing because people have been waiting quite a long time. That's from two two one six, as mm. I say. So you know, and there's been a lot of fundraising efforts put in um, the night at the Lashauwn and the Calton, I mean, that night alone raised about. 5,000 mm. and um Margaret and Jim Watt, as I say, many, many yeah. people. You could, there's a whole list, mm. but um, from you know, there's a woman that goes to the hairdressers every week <laughs> that it was on the page and puts all her pennies and silver in, mm. and then that goes to Linford, you know, or again to the pub to give money. So it's from very humble yeah. contributions to mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely a very big community effort. Um, and you know, I, th- I think it will happen, but outside of waiting for the statue. you I think one of the most powerful things is we've tried to change the narrative of the story we've taken it back from some of those <coughs> journalists uh, who who would be untruthful and salacious and we've said no this this person has a full story here, was loved and the, one of the things Benny was known for which was very much of the values of that community at that time, the Gorbos community as it had to be and the Gorbals at those times, as we know from our parents, yeah, you, you had to share. You had to be cooperative. You had to. It was your survival. If somebody had a pot of soup when you're close that day, and they didn't use it all, and you could have some of it, and then somebody had a loaf and they shared it, it was it. It was one of the most overpopulated areas in the whole of Europe, and under two square miles. So, without cooperation. It would not have survived, and it's not to say that there weren't minorities that you know were involved in mm. all the other stuff. But Benny never forgot his own. He never forgot who was good to him. He never thought who was who. He forgot who was kind to him. Uh, a woman called Ma Kelter took Benny and his brother in at a very difficult time, and one of the first things he did when he got some money was she had a kind of old caravan. I think up near Carbather somewhere. He just went away and got a new one and kind of drove up with it. Mm. He was known to give people money for uh, to stop eviction. He was he was the what the person one person I spoke to who was related to him said he was generous to a fault, mm. and I think we all know yeah. what that means. Mm. Um, and that also meant that people were around Benny that we were the best people to be around him at yeah. times in terms of pubs and so on yeah. um, because uh, he, he was he was a, a a person that you know would give um, mm. and how in the modern age Peter if you even go back the last 10 years with boxing promoters and boxing people I don't know a lot about it but people have been deep frauds, and you know you can have people around you that you're you can make the money but they oh, end yeah, up yeah. so at that time if you've Bob, Bobby Lynch said my father was not an accountant.
1: No, and that maybe says a huge amount. Over in Belfast they had a, a champion called Rinty Monaghan. Mm-hmm. He has a statue. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the precedent has been set. It's mm-hmm. just that uh, Glasgow just don't seem to have caught the bus yet.
0: I'm Carrick MacDonald and you've been listening to part two of a conversation I had with Christina Malari quarell and Peter Mortimer about the Benny Lynch Heritage Trail. Thanks very much to Christina and Peter for talking to me. The music was by Hugo Nifty. If you have any memorabilia relating to Benny Lynch, such as photographs or programmes or tickets for any of his fights, Christina and Peter would be very keen to see these. You can contact them through me at camglen.history at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed this programme and that you can join me again next time. Until then, thanks for listening. How do you look after your teeth and gums?
2: Brush your teeth um, every every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere around your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of
0: don't, then you'll have. Don't fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you get black and pink. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Informed service directory.
1: You're listening to Press Pause
0: on Cam Glen Radio. This is a program that focuses on nature sounds to promote relaxation and mindfulness. For the next half an hour, you'll hear the sounds of North Berwick's West Bay Beach.